D.C. sports fans, Monumental Sports Network is here. Get everything Caps, Wizards, and Mystics all in one place. Live games and stat tracking, new shows, your favorite personalities, and more. Visit WatchMonumental.com to learn more. We will go back there for subsequent briefings and also come here back and forth until such a time that the situation is completely resolved. So let us not drown today's uh, Q&A session with other questions that are not related to the briefing. Uh, when that happens, it gets a bit confusing, most importantly because maybe the person who is properly authorized to speak to the issues or has the information is not here. So please, uh, if we can keep the questions to the humanitarian efforts, the deputy CEO and team uh, will be here to assist us with responses. Nana, yes, please. Your name and affiliation for the benefit of our guests. Um, there is such light, Mr. Um, Mr. Deputy CEO, the items, uh, do you have a coordinated unit body or agency that collects all these items into a particular place and sort of distribute to the affected communities? I'm asking this question because a lot of individuals, NGOs, government agencies, and all other people are donating. Do you have a central collection point where these items can be properly distributed? And yesterday, I listened to an MP from one of the affected areas, and he was saying that the VRA was not too anticipatory enough by saying because when you realize that... Nana, sorry to cut you, please. Let me remind you that the questions are supposed to be based on the relief and humanitarian efforts. If it goes out of that range, maybe the person who is supposed to answer the question may not be here. So I'm pleading with you. Because we will do this as often as possible, let us stick to today's briefing. Okay, so (laughs) I dropped that question. And um, um, the the, um, release of the water, uh, uh, is it going to be uh, done on maybe regular basis so that we may not have the difficulty we are having on our hands where at one time release will bring us some kind of disaster so that we plan it according to a situation where we can uh, maybe by piecemeal basis release the water when, when we get a signal that something is going to happen in the future. Thank you. Thank you for the questions. Yeah, Anna, Anna. Okay, ladies first, let me take it. Yes. Okay, so I'll take the two of you. Thank you. I don't know if this will be in the restricted, but I stand to be corrected. My name is Esther. I'm with Metro TV. Um, concerning the spillage, related to the second question, um, is there a way? I have been, I mean, there are donations coming in and all, but I'm looking at the future. Is there, is there a way? Has VRA thought of? a way to go about this in the near future with respect to um, not causing this disaster again? Because we know even in Accra, Weja Dam has been spilling, and of course, some homes. So I'm speaking to VRA directly. Is there a way, is there um, an avenue or a better way to do this in the near future? Is there something that they've considered so that we don't experience this again? Right. Good morning. I'm Judith Brown from TV3. 
I'm a, I have quite a number of questions. And so my first question is with regards. To it's 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 related yeah, so to that this. Your colleagues will also get the opportunity. But if we can do another round, of course, I'll give you the opportunity. Right. Now, we know that uh, a number of people have been displaced, of course, over 12,000 people, if you want to combine most of the communities. What exactly is the plan when it comes to a safe haven for these persons? Is there any plan to move these displaced people to a particular place where they can have at least everything provided for them? Um, secondly, I'd want to ask... What happens or what is the plan for um, the communities that are not at the epicenter of this entire spillage? For instance, I was at Germany throughout the weekend. Can you repeat the name? I was at Germany community. It's okay. in the South Dye district, yes. yes, of the Volta region. And though the, the floods there is not really related exactly to the spillage, we know that it is related to the overflow of the Volta River. And so you could see the same sort of damage that was caused in areas like Mepe in Germany. And so what happens to those people? They, I'm, ex, I'm expecting that Nanmo would send relief items today, but this would have been the first time that Nanmo is visiting that community. And so that's also one question. And my last thing is, really, what's the post-spillage plan? After spillage, what happens? Uh, what's the plan for the people have, that have been displaced or have been affected after the spillage? That's, that's it for me. Thank you for the question. There were some two hands here, Hanan and Mr. Atta. Okay, okay. Uh, my name is Abdul Hanan Adam. I work with GH1 TV. Um, engineer, I'd like to find out from you. We understand that there's some two, 20 million uh, Ghana cities that has been announced by the Voter River Authority as part of your relief support to the affected seven districts uh, in these areas. I want to find out whether this 1.5 million worth of drugs that you've supplied uh, comes from that particular 20 million. And further to ask whether this money is enough or you intend to budget more for the devastation that we've seen. And my second question has to do with um, some of my colleagues have also pointed to that, which is post-spillage. Um, Are we to expect any form of spillage anytime soon? And what volume of water are we looking at? Thank you. Uh, thank you for the question. We'll take the last one for this round, and then yes. come back to you after this. Minister from Ghana News Agency. Yes, I have heard different figures regarding the number of people affected. I heard over that 1,000 over. If the deputies, you can confirm the exact number of people who have been affected. Then with regards to 1.5 million worth of medicine, uh, what kind of medicine is being provided? Is there any specific ailment that is causing the people? And if there are teams, special teams, dispensing those drugs to the people? Thank you. Okay, thank you for the questions. Uh, we'll come back to you after this round, but uh, let me attempt to answer those ones that are not related to VRE, so that we will leave the questions relating to the budgets and also the post-filate plan and uh, other questions, items, collection points, and all that for Engineer Kenzo to respond and address the ones that are not related to VRE. So uh, Judith asked a question about 
those communities that are affected by floods. But the floods are not a result from direct uh, spillage from the coast that are affected by floods. But the floods are not a result from direct uh, spillage from the One, we can cost the savings. We can cause the same. That's what I'm saying that there's a way to do a fiscal adjustment okay. that preserves NADMO's duties. They respond to some of these national emergencies, be it floods, water, displace, internal displacement of any sort. NADMO, if you bring it to their attention, I believe that will be addressed. But NADMO also has uh, districts and zonal coordinators at the various districts and electoral areas and they've been working with the elected assemblymen and women directly to send relief items to these communities. So if they are so affected, I believe they should be on schedule. But just as you pointed out, if they haven't received anything at all, I will personally relay that information to Nigel. But just as you pointed out, if they haven't received anything at all, I will personally relay that information to affected the country's economic growth and development. The biggest crime of our country is our procurement system. ...about releases, and I, I don't want to push that question to Mr. Kenzo because I don't know if he is personally in charge of, of that service. But what I... Then there is the need for them to spill. Because... These same communities that are affected, that are really struggling in these times. I have been on ground and I, I will still go there. So we share in, in your thoughts as advocates for uh, our brothers and sisters in our affected communities. But when they don't do this uh, planned or scheduled spillage and the integrity of the dam is breached and it is broken, these same communities will be worse affected, and there will be even more communities affected. But thank God we are not recording deaths directly from the spillage, and we are moving them to safety and ensuring that after the water levels have come down, collectively all the government agencies so assigned to, and ensuring that after the water levels have come down, Collectively, all the government agencies so assigned to documents um, making rounds on social media. Bad deal if it is true, is it? Um, it, it yes, uh, um, uh, it's yes and no <laughs> at the same time. Um, assuming that if you notice um, what what all have been through, uh, uh, there have been a lot of inertia in the refinery. So on the surface, if I look at this data and I say, and I look at it and I, and I see that there's no any other opportunity. And it's a deal that will bring to life and into profitability mode. Then we could make do with it. But I think that's not the situation here. Um, the situation, there's a lot of, a, a big bit of uh, uncertainties, a bit of uh, shadow, shadowness, it, 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 you know, opacity, you know, we don't want to it is coming with. And so what is very important is that um, the champions of the deal, for say, uh, for sure, will have to take this advantage, you know, to, to come out clear. All other resources, even provide the necessary support for farmers, uh, fish farmers, and other people who have lost their livelihood because of this exercise. So contact government and all the other agencies to see how best we can bring a lasting solution to whatever we find ourselves today. Um, so that will be my answer to that. Uh, 
question. Uh, when you go to the, the 20 million, 20 million is money given initially. As the situation unfolds, uh, VRA will still maybe add up to the money to make sure the relief that we promised to give these communities, they get those relief, that uh, relief. Um, someone asked of an additional spillage uh, way forward. At least I can stand here to say that there will be no additional increase of spillage. Uh, we are tracking the data that is coming, and we are going to control the gate per the data that we, 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 we receive. Um, for knowledge, at least yesterday, we, we, we had some drops in volumes, so at least we've managed the amount of water that we are spilling out now. We've cut off some volumes out of it. Um, the number of people displays and a type of uh, medicine supplied. Um, that data, I think I'll leave it to Nano, since they are the uh, agency that handles disaster management. They have this data, and I'm sure in the due course they'll share it with all of us for us to do the total number of people affected. The medicine type two, I know we are working with the, the district uh, health services at the district level, the Ghana SS at the district levels. A type of medicine, I'll try and get the full details of medicine that are supplied and make sure in subsequent uh, briefing will give you the type and quantities of medicine supplied. Please, and let me add that when it comes to NADMO's efforts, uh, as mentioned earlier, government takes ability of rehabilitating persons and communities affected by this will require to make sure in terms of food items, in terms of water, in terms of their part to make sure it's provided. But there are other private individuals and institutions that would like to support the communities on their own, and that is also encouraged. If they also so wish to also distribute some relief items to NADMO to add to their disbursements, that is also encouraged. But that notwithstanding, we still have a plan in place to make sure relief from government reaches everybody. So please, if you have any follow-up questions or any particular issue you wish to be addressed, we will take this last round and then take um, engineers' responses and concluding remarks. Good afternoon. My name is James Avegis. My question is about the aftermath of the spillage. I'm not sure that's been uh, addressed entirely. What's VRA's plan, especially for people who have lost their homes and their livelihoods? Today we've heard about some hectares of rice farms and fish ponds being carried away. What's the long-term plan to, uh, for such people? Thank you. Thank you for the question. Um, uh, during the presentation, my name is Talon, by the way, uh, with the final. Uh, during the presentation, uh, Engineer Kenzo mentioned that they had contracted uh, Zoom Lion to um, cater for the toilet issues. Um, do you know how much it is costing the state if you are going to contract a private person? Um, to government, there have been calls for a state of emergency to be declared to ensure uh, resource allocation and uh, mobilization towards relief efforts. Um, it's not been done yet. Uh, how soon can we expect that a state of emergency will be declared to ensure that the affected get the relief as quickly as they can? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
to government, um, like to find out since the VRA has committed 20 million and government is taking full responsibility of what and how much NADMO is spending. Uh, so far, how much has NADMO spent or how much has uh, government spent in this aside what VRE has uh, spent? And secondly, if you look at communities around um, Mepe, Sogagope and Anloga and other areas, there are calls for governments to resettle these affected persons at Sagome. Is this something that government is considering or is there any form of discussion to that effect since the facility is not in use at the moment? Yes, um, once again, I'm here. Mr. Deputy Director, with VRA and NADMO, um, what is the estimate cost or what uh, cost are we going to incur if we can see something on top of our head but we need a such and such amount to address the current situation can you give us a tentative figure okay I take that to be the last question unless uh, there are some additional questions okay so let, let me start with Nanapoku's question about the tentative figure that governments or VRA intends to spend uh, in trying to rehabilitate the affected communities. Uh, if you listen to my earlier submission, I mentioned that all the ministries with their district offices in the affected communities are doing assessments. You know the water levels have not completely dropped. And all the assessments and the required support should be based on the data and science on the ground. Because today, until the water levels go very down and you are able to assess the extent of damage to property and quantify what people have lost, you may just speculate and then put out some figures. And later on, when you come back to inform the people that we may require double or triple of what we had mentioned we would need to rehabilitate the communities, they will say, oh, we don't believe you. They haven't used the resources well and some monies have passed somewhere. So we are faithful. We are keeping faith with the data that will be provided after the water levels are completely down and the proper assessments are made. Uh, tying that into James Avedis' question about aftermath of spillage, we announced that government's action in this uh, difficult time are in three parts. First of all, safety, and the safety has to do with evacuating affected persons from communities to safe havens, and that was done by NADMO, uh, the 48 Engineers Regiment, the Riverine Command of the Ghana Navy, and the Naval Training Command with their vessels and other equipment to make sure we don't lose people. After that is being done, we move to the second phase. The people who are in temporary shelter or at the various campuses, making sure there is no overcrowding, they don't have any uh, medical emergencies that are not attended to, and they have food. And that is a relief component or second phase of the work where food items, uh, non-food items, medicines, water, toilet facilities 
are all provided to them. For instance, if you look at a place like St. Kizito, of course, as a school, they have their toilet facilities. But if a school had provided uh, toilet facilities for maybe an estimated 200 people, and because of uh, this um, situation, a thousand people are sent to the place. If you don't provide additional toilet facilities to uh, complement whatever is in place, people will be tempted to resort to open defecation and the place will get contaminated and there will be diseases and so on and so forth. And that is why Ms. Akenzo mentioned that 40 mobile biodigester toilets boots have been sent to the safe havens. He mentioned Zoom Lion because this, these are mobile biodigester toilets and not everyone may know how to maintain them. So the service component to ensure that they are maintained every day, they are properly taken care of. That's why he mentioned that Zoom Lion has been engaged to take care of the services bit of managing these uh, resources. There was also a question about a number of people affected, which I think Mr. Kenzo has responded to. So I, I will yield to him to address other issues related to the aftermath of the spillage, unless there is any question you ask that has not been answered. But when he gets here, you can, he will address that. Okay, yes, go ahead. The long-term effect uh, okay. plan. I mentioned that we've heard today, for instance, the AGI tells us that over some 350 hectares of um, rice farm have been lost. The peasant farmers tell us that some uh, fish ponds around the Asituari area have been swept away. What is the plan of either government or NADMO uh, VRA to secure the future of these investors after all is said and done. Okay, thank, thank, thank you for uh, clarifying that. If you remember, last week, the Minister for Agric at the YEA Youth uh, in Agriculture Fair mentioned that some $40 million that have been allocated to them by the World Bank, because of this situation or um, this disaster or situation we have on our hand, they are going to move the resources to the affected districts so that they will be able to rehabilitate the farms. So, and I mentioned that the nature and quantum of what has happened can fairly be known after the water levels are completely down and then the technical people can be sent in to assess. If whatever amount mentioned by Mr. Kenzo, which is the 20 million from VRA, what the Agri Ministry has announced, what the, the 5 million that the Minister for Roads and Highways have announced, what the Ministry of Education, Sanitation and Water Resources through GAMA is yet to announce, and what the central government is yet to announce. Even after deploying that, if it is not sufficient, because this is ongoing, as and when the assessment required that we inject some resources into some particular areas to ensure that they are able to get their farms back, they are able to get their fish ponds back, government will do that. And this was, if, this was mentioned by the president at MEPE uh, last, last week. He mentioned that he is aware that schools have to close down. He is aware that some farms have been lost. 
he is aware that some people have lost their fish ponds. And we are going to commit everything to make sure we we that have been lost. Yes. And Hanan also asked what specifically government is going to contribute or has contributed, how much. And I'm saying that, you know, the ministries and agencies are announcing different figures, everybody and what they are able to do in the instance. But when we talk about government, of course, if uh, Ministry of Sanitation or Ministry of Agric is uh, contributing some money, the money will still, it means the money is coming from central government. But we are, in course of this week, we are planning a second briefing where we will lay all the issues relating to budget out for the benefit of the public. So the, the, the entire picture as and when they are done with the assessment, we will present it so that you can appreciate what's on the ground. Yes. Okay. You also asked the question about relocation, not rehabilitation. Yeah. Relocation. And my, my response to that question is that, um, you know, I mentioned that people are there testing the water. People are there. The health, Ghana Health Service have the regional and district directors conducting some tests to see whether the places affected are still habitable in the meantime whilst the spillage is happening, whether they are too contaminated that people have to be moved. It is that information that they will give to the center that will inform some decisions by the committee. But as it stands now, we haven't received such information Mind you, we have doctors and nurses on the ground. If you go to Mepe, there is a female doctor, I've forgotten her name, there are about four nurses. And these people are doing, they know what is happening on the ground and advising so that the necessary next steps can be taken. But if the intention or the questions about the relocation is a long-term question, uh, let me remind you that there are chiefs, there are leaders, there is so much involved in moving people from their social and cultural habitats away from their property, away from their farms and all that. If the need arises for such a conversation in the future, we will still create the platform for us to have that conversation. But as it stands now, we haven't received any such advice from the health experts and other people on ground saying we should relocate. But remember that if any such information is out, it will be acted upon. Question: um, We are talking about asked about the safe havens earlier. Yes. Even if we decide not to move them to Sagleme mm -hmm. uh, now, what really is the plan for them? Because for now, we know that they are just in schools; they are being placed in schools and tents and all that. Is there really a safe haven that's going to be constructed for these people? Okay. So um, first of all, let me say that usually when some of these incidents happen and people are internally displaced, a large number of the people move to stay with relatives. So even in the communities, when we mentioned that a total of about 38,000 people are affected, okay, about 40,000, we are talking about maybe a large number of those people living with relatives and living with friends and move to other places on their own, not through the arrangements that have been put in place by government. Last week, when we went to uh, Mepe, the people who were at the safe havens collectively were about 6,000. The following day, when we came, it had moved to 8,000. 
assessment is being made because if it's a secondary school, of course, some students have been staying there before. But the most important thing is that they have the mattresses, they have the comforters, they have the mosquito nets, they have the full complement of the things that can assist them to be there in the meantime. But the arrangement we have in place uh, is not something we anticipate is going to take a long time. As I said, there is any advice that such person should be relocated, of course, we will come back to you to make such announcements upon advice. But what we have now from our briefs, from all the information we have received, is that so far for those who have uh, moved to the safe havens, they are giving them all the resources to make sure they are able to stay there temporarily until such a time they are able to go back to the communities. Okay, so on that note, I will invite uh, Mr. Kenzo uh, to also respond to the VRA part and also give his concluding remarks. Thank you, Honourable Minister. Unfortunately, she answered all the questions directed to me, so I don't have any question to answer. But I would like to take this opportunity to wish and assure Ghanaians, particularly our imparted brothers and sisters, that we share in their pain, discomfort, and hardship. It is our that as the rain comes to an end, we will reduce the spill rate, the floods will recede, our people can return to their normal lives. We are grateful to all the stakeholders, in particular NADMO, the Ministry of Energy, the Ghana Armed Forces, the Ministry of Health, the press, and all those who have assisted in bringing relief to our compatriots during this period. We are also grateful to the affected people for their forbearance, and we say thank you all. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to thank the delegation from VRE uh, for making good use of this platform and sharing all the information at their disposal. As promised, we intend to do this twice a week if it's possible. So we will reach out to you to discuss um, other areas or if after this conversation there is a need uh, for a follow-up still on the humanitarian issues, we will come back and also draw from the other agencies uh, working together with VRE on the uh, impact of this village. We will bring them here to respond to your questions. Let me use this opportunity to also thank all the media houses that are with us here in the auditorium and those who are picking the feed live from GTV, City TV, Adum TV, Adum FM, Asasi Radio, ABC News, GH. Dela Radio, Adidome, 
Freedom FM Sugakope, Tosh TV Ho, GBC Volta Star Radio Ho, and also Akpene Radio in Kando. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We 